Hello, everyone. Welcome uh, to Capes and Japes. Uh, after some technical difficulties, we are here. We are ready. We are bringing you the comics information you crave. We are 100% blaming the TikTok witches that hexed the moon. Yeah, listen. Hey, that's um my life hack. If you're listening to this when it comes out, uh, probably for the next like couple weeks or so, this might still work. Anytime something goes wrong in your life, just be like, "Ah, oh, those TikTok witches." Especially they shouldn't have hex the moon. Especially if you personally feel connected to the moon, as I do, as she is my wife. <laughs> Yes, then it is uh extremely fair. I can't believe your wife got hexed by TikTok witches. I'm so mad. Very upsetting. <sighs> um who are we talking about today? Yeah, so today um we are uh continuing on our uh our whirlwind green lantern tour. Um we are concluding our run through of the like primary Green Lanterns of, uh, the DC Universe, with the one and only Guy Gardner. Um, I'm- I'm excited about this. This is- this one's gonna get a little weird. Um, everybody just strap in, cause we're gonna talk about Guy Gardner. I am buckling my seatbelt. Click! Yes. I'm ready. Alright, good- good job. Safety is so important. Um, so, uh, Guy Gardner, uh, we have alluded to, uh, in some previous episodes, cause he's, he's been, he's been around for a while, um, but he was, uh, first introduced in, uh, 1968, um, during, uh, Hal Jordan's tenure as the Green Lantern, um, and he was introduced as, uh, he was the second candidate for, uh, the ring that Hal Jordan got, um, where, like, uh, so the current Green Lantern of, uh, Earth and the sector that Earth is in, uh, died, his ring went to seek out a new Green Lantern to replace him, um, and Guy Gardner and Hal Jordan were both equally qualified in terms of, like, willpower and fearlessness and the qualities that one requires to be a Green Lantern, um, but Hal Jordan was closer, uh, so the ring went to Hal, um, and, uh, later on, much, much later, in, like, a, uh, Booster Gold storyline, it's, like, uh, Booster learns that if, like, uh, Guy had gotten the ring, he would have ended up, like, uh, he would have gotten, like, infected with this space virus on a mission and he would have died and it would have thrown the whole timeline out of whack because there were, like, all these specific things Guy needed to do. So, um, Booster had to time travel to that point in the past and make sure that Guy was further away from the ring so he wouldn't get it. Um. I like the idea of, like, 
Booster Gold trying to either lure Guy away from the location or lure Hal closer to the location. <laughs> I don't know which one would be funnier. I do. It. It's. I don't think it's very fun. I think it's like he uh, somehow. I don't know if he personally or he gets somebody else to do it. He convinces Guy to like go reconcile with his dad. Um, which uh, is conveniently far away from where the ring is gonna end up. Um, but, uh, that's, so that's how, uh, Guy is initially introduced, is Hal finding out over the course of Green Lantern that there was this other candidate, um, and that he's still kind of, like, on reserve as a backup Green Lantern if something happens, uh, to Hal. Um... And, uh, Hal, like, seeks him out and becomes friends with him. Um, so this, uh, this first appearance was, uh, uh, written by John Broom and, uh, drawn by Gil Kane, who were the team on Green Lantern at the time. Um, however, uh, Steve Englehart and Joe... Uh, Staten are the ones who are credited with, uh, revamping Guy, uh, in the 80s into, uh, the character he is recognizable as today. Um, initially, there are so many absolute gems on the, uh, the guy uh the guy gardener page on the like dc wikia um one of uh what i i saved a lot of them one of the choice ones is uh created during the silver age guy was actually supposed to be normal and non-dysfunctional <laughs> you will be surprised to learn those are not words that one would use to describe guy gardener <laughs> Um, I mean, in fairness, I don't know that you could legally call any superhero normal and non-dysfunctional. Um, well, certainly none of them are normal. Yeah. They're in comics books. They, listen, it's, it's all, it's all whack. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, the various paths. Uh, that Guy Gardner takes. Um, so, uh, backstory is, uh, he grew up in Baltimore. Um, his, uh, father was, uh, an abusive alcoholic. Um, he had an older brother who his parents, like, really favored over him. Um... And, uh, as a result of this, uh, traumatic childhood, he ends up, uh, lashing out a lot as a teen. Um, he, uh, does a lot of, you know, minor crime, uh, gets into trouble. Um, his brother goes on to become a police officer, um, and, like, after, you know, after several instances of Guy getting himself into trouble, 
uh, his brother just, like, kind of smacks some sense into him and is like, hey, listen, I'm not gonna bail you out when this happens, so get your life in order. Um, and, uh, like, I mean, to Guy's credit, uh, he ends up, uh, paying his way, uh, through college. He goes to the University of Michigan. Okay. Um, and, yeah, studies education and psychology, um, and also plays football, uh, for a while until he gets injured. Um, his brother is also, uh, re- like, uh, revealed to be a, uh, corrupt cop. A surprise. I mean... Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, s- seemingly kills himself, but also surprise, he's a sibling of a comic book character, so he does come back as a villain. Yeah. You know. You gotta. I, yep. It's... The... I know we have woman in comics books disease, but there's gotta be, like, a sibling in comics books disease disorder. <laughs> yeah, there are a hundred. There like, there really is. You're, you're less likely to die, but you are more likely to become a supervillain. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it's very tragic. Um, but, uh, he... So, he goes to college, um, he works, uh, as a, uh, social worker with inmates for a little while, um, and then, uh, after that gets, like, sort of, uh, emotionally overwhelming, um, he ends up, uh, he works as a gym teacher, uh, with special needs students. Um, I don't, I don't think this is part of his, uh, I don't think all of this is included when he's, like, first introduced, uh, to Hal. That would be a lot for the Silver Age. It would be a lot, and it also, like, reads as very, like, the kind of thing that you put into somebody's backstory to humanize them when you've already written them as, like, kind of a jerk. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's kind of a jerk, but look at all this stuff that he was before he was a jerk. Yeah. Um, he, look at, he's, he's... He was probably a jerk to all these people, too. Doesn't that make him feel better? <laughs> he was, he is shown as, like, being, you know, g- genuinely good, uh, with these kids and, like, feeling fulfilled by it um which again i think is is sort of the like oh he secretly has a a soft side um but uh so that's that's the uh original backstory uh they change it um for the new 52 um but i i'm pretty sure they change it back to what it was before um, in the New 52, his dad is also a cop, and his name is Ebenezer, um... Scrooge? Which is just, yeah, his name is Ebenezer Scrooge. He's the son of Ebenezer Scrooge. It's a pretty wild twist. He's the son of Ebenezer Scrooge, who is also a cop. 
<laughs> the worst of both worlds. <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, yeah, so, uh, he is, uh, his, uh, father is, uh, in the hospital and pretty much on his deathbed at the time when the, uh, Green Lantern ring comes to Earth, which is when, uh, Booster Gold, uh, changes history around to make sure Guy goes to, like, visit his father and, uh, make peace with him, uh, and not become a Green Lantern. Yet. <laughs> I mean, he becomes a Green Lantern, but not become the Green Lantern. Ah, jeez. It's fine. Dog dogs are very mad. Um, is Booster Gold here? Dog <laughs> Booster, where is he? He's come to my house. He's got to make sure that you don't become the Green Lantern yet. <laughs> um, I would be a terrible Green Lantern. Don't worry, Booster. It's not a concern. <laughs> Booster, it's fine. The ring will pass over. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, uh, this first appearance is, uh, introduced to Hal. Um, Hal learns who Guy is, but, uh, Guy doesn't know, like, Hal's secret identity. Um, but Hal befriends Guy as Hal Jordan. Um, and then they end up, uh, teaming up a few times, um, uh, you know, becoming kind of, uh, becoming close, like, both in and out of, uh, superheroics. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, at a time when, uh, they actually do need a, uh, backup Green Lantern, uh, uh, Guy is hit by a bus, non- non-fatally, um, but he is, uh, badly injured in a bus accident, uh, I trying to rescue- Oh, yeah. I don't know why my brain just recalled the Spongebob episode where he's like, if that were true, then let me get hit by a flying ice cream truck and live! <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and, uh... Which is the point where the, uh, they, uh, Jon Stewart becomes the secondary Green Lantern, um, while Guy is injured. Um, and then Guy gets better and they're like, well, uh, we have two backup Green Lanterns now. <laughs> um, but also unfortunately, uh, Guy is in a, uh, another accident, uh, where while he's, uh, doing some Green Lantern stuff, he's using, like, Hal's power battery for his ring, um, and the battery had been damaged, and it, uh, explodes in Guy's face, and for some reason it sends- that sends him to the Phantom Zone, um... Which is a place where Superman's enemies go. Um, which is basically, it's basically just the Shadow Realm for comics. Um, but, uh, it sends him to the Phantom Zone. But it looks like he died. Um, 
And Hal starts dating his girlfriend, um, which, you know, is bad form, but it did look like he died. Um, and, uh, he, uh, is able to, uh, be released from the Phantom Zone, but, uh, he is in a coma, uh, for a while. Um, and, uh... After this, um, he, uh, awakens from his coma during, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, and, uh, the, uh, the Guardians of the Universe are, like, kind of bickering amongst themselves about what to do about the, uh, the, the Crisis, um, and... Uh, a group of them are like, instead of just trying to contain evil, we should actually go out and proactively destroy evil. Um, and the rest of the Guardians are like, well, that's not really our thing, and it seems like that could go bad very easily. Um... And this other group of Guardians like, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, for sure, for sure, for sure. And then they, uh, they're like, hey, guy, take this ring, take this, like, secret, like, Black Ops team of criminals and, uh, go and try to kill the Anti-Monitor. <laughs> um, and this is the point, um, where, uh, Steve Englehart, um re revamps guy with the uh the concept that like okay well he was in a coma he was in the phantom zone he uh has been through a lot um what if it uh changed his personality and now he's just a dick <laughs> where initially he was just sort of like normal normal and non-dysfunctional um, now, uh, now his thing is just being a huge jerk all the time. Um, this was, like, initially, uh, it's weird, because it's, like, initially, uh, like, kind of a parody of, like, this, like, kind of hyper-macho sort of character type, um, but it's not, like, he's not, like, a, a... Deadpool or a Lobo, because he's, like, actively interacting with, like, other characters frequently. So he can't be on, like, so absurd a level that he's, like, kind of, like, governed by his own, like, parody rules of reality. Um, but he is just, like, a mega jerk. Um, it is, uh... It is a bold choice. Listen, I'll say that. Um, it's a bold way to distinguish your superhero character, um, by being like, what if they were just a jerk and nobody liked them? Um, but, uh, that's, that's what happens. Uh, is he becomes this rowdy kind of satirical like, uh, testosterone-poisoned jerk, um, 
and he goes off on this mission during crisis and then like uh basically almost destroys the universe and Hal has to stop him. not on purpose it's just that like this mission he was going on would have had disastrous consequences um and uh Hal has to stop him um and guy gets uh mad about like what he sees is like how like you know interfering uh in his life um and uh he ends up uh he's <laughs> he's basically like basically like when you do something wrong at work and you have to get like trained on it again he's basically like put in like guardian time out to get like extra Green Lantern training, um, and then he keeps trying to leave and they keep bringing him back, um, but, uh, he eventually, uh, is, like, uh, assigned to work as the, uh, the official Green Lantern of Earth while, uh, Hal is, like, off in space, like, recruiting new members, um, which is the point where he, uh, joins Justice League International. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the most well-known instances of Guy, um, which we talked about when we talked about, uh, Ted and Booster, but which was sort of like a comedic, uh, version of, like, the Justice League, where a lot of it was just about them, like, <laughs> hanging around and, like, having, like, various, like, sitcom-type, like, interpersonal struggles, um, including very, very, very famously, uh, Guy getting extremely mad at Batman, who's, like, kind of leading the team, um, <laughs> challenging him to a fight, without using his ring, um, and Batman clocks him in the face and knocks him out cold in a single hit, um, and everybody watching goes, like, ape like, all of the rest of the team is there, and they all lose their mind because it's the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> um, it's one of the most perfect scenes in the history of comics. Um, but also... As a result of that, um, when, uh, Guy wakes up, um, his, well, actually, no, he wakes up, and then he hits his head again and gets knocked out again. Rip. <laughs> and when he wake, yeah, rip, sorry, Guy. And when he wakes up from that, um, his personality is different again, and he's, like, uh, extremely, like, uh pleasant and friendly and, like, you know, like, kind of meek. Um, and then this happens several more times over the course of the series is that he gets hit on the head and his personality reverses again. I, I don't know why comics books writers were like, what if we played this, like, Uno with a reverse card? Just, <laughs> boop. Ah, oh, jeez. All right. Yeah. Oh, no, now we're going the other way. Yeah, listen, your personality is stored, like, right, right up, right up 
next to your skull, and whenever you get clobbered a little bit, it just kind of jostles it around. I mean, there has been stuff about, like, frontal lobe damage creating personality changes, but that's, um, usually more trauma than, like, I, mm, this is comic books, they do get it hit in the head pretty hard. That's, yeah, Batman, Batman punches hard. Did Batman punch him directly in the frontal lobe? I, I, I mean, I don't think so. As I recall, he just kind of punches him, like, right in the middle, like, in the nose. Like, just mm. right in the middle of the face. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but so that's what he's doing, uh, in Justice League International. And also, uh, being very sexist towards Black Canary, uh, which we don't like to see. Um, and, like, obviously it's, like, it's not good, and Dinah every time is like, fuck, cut it, cut it out, cut it out or I'll kill you. Um. She'll do it too, guy. She will. Don't underestimate her. Yeah, but, uh, it is just sort of, like, that, that is obviously my least favorite, uh, interpretation of Guy, because, like, I can, like, Sometimes, genuinely, it can be kind of fun, um, when he's just sort of, like, you know, a, a rude, crude dude with a bad attitude, um, <laughs> but when it veers into misogyny, I'm like, oh, fuck, alright, no, no, go home, go home, guy. Come on, guy, you can be better than this. Yeah. I believe in you, guy. Yes. He does also, during this series, he starts dating, uh, Ice. Which is a relationship that kind of uh, continues to ebb and flow throughout uh, his his comic book existence, um, which does mellow him out a little bit. But he's still a very difficult person. Uh, she uh, she dies at some point, but then she comes back and they start dating again. But she is a woman, so you know. You know how it has to be. Ugh, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, he, uh, loses his Green Lantern ring, um, because he just, he, oh, for a dipshit reason, he, like, <laughs> he gets, like, really, like, uh, confident that he's a better Green Lantern than Hal, and he's like, Hal, j just, like, fist fight me. I don't know why he didn't learn a lesson from what happened with Batman, but he's like, Hal, fist fight me, and whoever loses will give up their ring. And Hal's like, okay, and beats him. Um, and Guy's like, damn it! Fuck! Guy, why would you... It... Why? Because look at... Because he's like this. Because this is what he's like as a person. Um... Guy? But... Gynefer. Yeah. Come on. Guy Xander. Guy Xander. Um, but he uh after this he goes uh he sets out on his own. He tries to um he tries to fight criminals without any powers at first, um, which doesn't go super well. There's a brief, like a a very brief, like, part of this where he basically just, like, like, I think it's definitely, like, a parody of The Punisher, but he's like, what if I just got a bunch of guns and I fought criminals with those? And then that didn't work out. 
Um, but he ends up, uh, he gets Lobo to help him, uh, track down Sinestro's power ring, um, which is a, a, a yellow ring. Um, this will go swimmingly. It, um, it actually, uh, doesn't go too bad. He, like, he manages to, to find, uh, uh, the yellow ring, uh, with Lobo's help and kind of strikes out on his own, um, as just, like, Guy Gardner. Uh, no, no real superhero title yet. Um... And the, uh, yellow, the way the yellow ring works is it doesn't have a battery, but you need to fight green lanterns, and then it absorbs the energy from the green lantern rings. Um. Okay. So, yeah, so he does, uh, pick a fight with some green lanterns. Um, but also, besides that, he, uh... Hold on. Could... Yeah. Could a green lantern and... A yellow lantern join in a symbiotic relationship where they just like spar for like <laughs> just like oh you need a boost here you go buddy pew 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 boop, 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 boop. oh I yeah mean, thanks probably I don't I don't know if anyone's tried it but uh maybe um but he does uh use the yellow power ring to fight crime. Um, with some, you know, questionable tactics, um, he causes a lot of collateral damage. Uh, uh yeah, I mean, yeah. it's comics. It's comics. Um, more collateral damage than usual for comics. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, and, like, goes, goes after, uh... Goes after criminals pretty ruthlessly. Um, doesn't kill people. That is, like, a thing that, uh, distinguishes him from other, like, sort of- I don't put him in the same category as, like, a lot of, like, edgy, like, 80s, 90s characters. Um, but he is, like, notably doesn't- tries not to kill people. Uh, has killed people out of necessity, but- it is an infrequent occurrence. Um, well, there's that at least. There is that. Um, so he keeps um, he keeps this yellow ring. Uh, I think until um, Hal uh, becomes Parallax, um, and Guy goes and tries to fight him and uh, is defeated because. Uh, you know, Hal is basically, like, a god at this point. Um, he, uh, goes through, goes through a couple of weird things. He has a, um, like, like a power armor sort of thing that, like, uh, uh, Blue Beetle made initially for Booster, but he was like, here, guy, you could use this, like, armor. Um, and, uh, guy's like, uh, I don't know. Um, he, um, he starts going by Warrior. Okay. Is this getting into the Buckwild stuff? Yeah, some stuff goes pretty Buckwild. Um, he, uh, cause he loses, he loses his ring, 
and he, uh, goes on this, like, quest to, uh, Africa, um, with, like, a, a Doc Savage-type character, um, and he, uh, drinks from this mysterious chalice, and it activates this alien DNA that was, like, in his bloodline from, like, generations ago, um, and he gains the ability to, like, shapeshift his body parts into, like, weapons and stuff, um... Which, and maybe this is the weirdest thing at all, one of the writers has claimed was, like, DC told, said to do this because they wanted, like, because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was so successful. Okay. Um, which I don't know how much of a crossover audience that is. Um, but, uh, he, so he gets these, like, weird shape-shifting abilities. Um, this is also the point where at some point during one of these storylines, um, he does, like, he shape-shifts into a, a, like, a woman. Like, they rule 63 him. Is that 63? I think so. It's been a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, that happens. He opens a bar. Um, a superhero-themed bar. Um, he opens- he opens it on Earth, and then he later opens another one on Oa. A franchise. (laughs) Yeah, he franchises it. It's so important. Um, but, um, for- for a while he's just sort of this, like, weird, shape-shifting superhero man. Um... At some point, he, like, uh, he, like, seemingly, he, he goes to hell, and then he frees himself, and then his, like, powers get stronger, um, so he's just, like, he's just doing this very strange thing for a while, um, until Hal Jordan comes back, uh, and Guy, uh, becomes a Green Lantern again, and his, uh, Voldaire, his alien DNA is, like, overwritten by his human DNA, so he doesn't have his shape-shifting powers anymore. Unfortunate. So that was just, like, a bizarre, like, 90s thing that happened. Um, but, uh, he, he goes, he goes back to being a Green Lantern, um, with Hal. Um, and he's also, uh, promoted to, uh, the head of the, uh, Green Lantern Corps Honor Guard. Um, because they're like, listen, we need somebody, uh, who is a wild card and thinks outside the box. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, that's true for sure. Um, he is, uh... Later on, um, Kyle, uh, also gets, uh, promoted to Honor Guard, and they, um, end up becoming, uh, they're, like, partnered together, um, and, uh, they, they become pretty close. He, uh, 
he helps uh when Kyle is uh possessed by parallax. He uh he helps like uh snap him out of it. Um he uh also uh yeah, uh Ice comes back and he is uh more mature about the relationship than he used to be. Um an improvement. Yeah, they improve. Um and they like they uh try their kind of date long distance for a while because guys, you know, got Green Lantern stuff to do and Ice uh is on Earth. Um and they end up um I don't know if they if they I think they like break up and get back together a couple times, but they like mutually agree that uh you know dating is difficult but they still care about each other so maybe they should like try again like later on um that's surprisingly mature yeah look at that for comic books especially yeah i know um he uh during blackest night um Kyle uh Kyle dies but is resurrected pretty quickly. Um, but, uh, Guy gets so mad about this that, uh, he, like, he, like, draws a red lantern ring to him and gets, like, red lantern abilities. Red red is the angry one, obviously. Yeah. This is comic books. They don't, uh... Yeah. They're not subtle. But he, like, he becomes just like this like completely like feral like murder machine like fighting all the the black lanterns um so he's a barbarian now yeah he goes exactly he goes barbarian um and uh he's eventually somewhat healed from this rage by uh the sentient planet uh mogo um thank you mogo but yeah but mogo's like okay i've like i've drawn like most of this out of you but like the red lant like this red lantern ring is like bonded to you now and it's like still kind of in there and only a blue lantern um can like purge it from you completely um and uh later on uh that when uh they all need to, like, take the rings of, like, the different, like, core leaders during, uh, what is it, uh, Sinestro Core War? During one of, one of these freaking Green Lantern events. Um, no, Sinestro Core War is before this. Um, War of the Green Lanterns. Stupid. Um, but, uh, they all take different, uh rings of, like, the different parts of the spectrum. Um, Guy uses the Star Sapphire one in addition to the red one, um, which is fun. Um, but Kyle takes the blue one, and then afterwards Kyle uses the blue one to, uh, cure, to, like, unbond the red lantern ring from Guy. Thanks, Pyle. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle, you're a real pal. He is. Um, in the New 52, he, uh, becomes a Red Lantern again, because, like... It's New 52. Because it's New 52, and they're like, a red thing? Hell yes. 
<laughs> Everything in New 52 was red. Um, it, I don't know it's, why. It's, like, who... Who in New 52 was like, red is my favorite color, we're gonna make everything we can red. Everyone's costumes are red, they are so ugly. It's all red now, get used to it. Yeah. He, um, he goes, he like goes undercover with the Red Lanterns, um, and then gets like, Red Lantern powers, um, he like ends up, uh, like overthrowing the the red lantern leader and like taking over um but uh he also uh the new 52 the 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 guardians of the universe are being uh especially uh (laughs) especially nasty um apparently and like manipulate guy into like uh thinking his family is going to be killed so he like uh goes off to save him and, like, abandons the core, and they're like, oh, you're fired now because, uh, you abandoned your duties. Um, just, uh, just a lot of nonsense. Um. Yeah. And, um, I'm not actually sure what he's up to in Rebirth. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I believe in him. Um, Guys, uh, guys, guys, a weird one. Guys, guys, a weird case. Um, I do think it's, like, sincerely pretty funny. Like, for a lot of the same reasons, I think Booster is very fun. I like Booster more. Um, but for a lot of the same reasons, I think Booster is very funny. Like, I think it is genuinely, like, sort of, uh, <laughs> hysterical to have like, a superhero whose whole thing is, like, <laughs> nobody wants to talk to this guy because he just sucks. He's just an asshole. <laughs> it's, like, a fun, like, it's a fun inside, like, joke to have and, like, you know, among superheroes to be like, oh, fuck, it's fucking Guy Gardner. Um, Ugh, this guy again. Yeah, but... Obviously, that's, like, not really sustainable. Um, if you're, if you're going to have, like, a character who gets, like, actual, like, focus in, like, a serious storyline, um, having their, like, whole personality be that, like, they are insufferable jerk is not, like, people aren't gonna want to read it. Um, and also there's not really, like, anywhere to go. Um, so he has definitely, like, I think starting in, with, like, the Warrior stuff and, like, his solo series, um, where he got, like, actual focus, um, and I think especially in, like, you know, like, through the, the, the 2000s, um, he becomes a lot more, uh, he mellows out a lot. It, like, it, a lot of the times it just kind of, like, turns into, like, uh, you know, guys, like, he's, like, saying very, like, kind of inflammatory stuff, but he is, you know, ultimately, uh, wants, wants to help. Um, I do like it, like, partly just because, when you, if you had, like, these four Green Lanterns, like, 
having a conversation and you couldn't see any of their faces, um, you wouldn't necessarily be able to distinguish between, like, Hal and John and Kyle just at, like, first glance. You would definitely know what Guy was saying. <laughs> um, you would be able to tell which one was Guy. Um, and, um, I'm, like, uh, I'm extremely fond of his, uh, his relationship with Kyle. He, like, he develops, again. he, like, develops more kind of substantial relationships with all of the Green Lanterns, um, but he and Kyle, uh, like, working together a lot, like, having kind of the, like, the more sort of artistic, sensitive, like, introvert Green Lantern and the, uh, extremely rude, aggressive, uh, Green Lantern, like, teaming up together, um, obviously, like, <laughs> it's good, um, and, like, Guy ends up being, like, kind of protective of Kyle, and Kyle, like, gets to see, like, more of Guy that people, like, don't necessarily always get to see and, like, develops this respect for him, um, and, uh, Guy gets so mad about Kyle dying that he becomes a Red Lantern, and then Kyle, like, uses- his, Like, I didn't really- I'm, like, saying this out loud right now, and I'm like, I didn't really think about how into this I was. <laughs> um, I am gonna need to go to, uh, AO3 after we finish recording. Um, <laughs> Hal gets the Blue Lantern ring, and he uses it to deliver- It is good. Um- he also, he does have, uh, he has one of the better Green Lantern costumes. I'm biased. Um, I think people know that, like, the closer to streetwear a superhero costume looks, the more I like it. Oh, yeah. Until you go too far and you're just like, you're Connor Kent and you have a t-shirt and jeans, you're like, well, that, that doesn't count. Okay, um, but it's so easy to cosplay Connor now. I mean, that's important, too. That's an important thing to consider. Um, but, uh, Guy's, uh, Green Lantern outfit is he has, like, this kind of, like, sort of, like, motorcycle jacket type thing, um, with this, like, big collar, um, with, like, the Green Lantern symbol on the front, um, and it, it looks, it looks really cool. One of my favorite, uh, superhero costume designs is, like, jumpsuit plus jacket. Ah, oh, it's so, it's so good. Um, Guy ruins it a little bit because he always has a goofy looking haircut. Yeah. Um, he has a very famous bowl cut. And then in some redesigns, they give him, like, sort of more of a crew cut. But it's not that much better. <laughs> Um, but the outfit itself, uh, pretty rad. Um, and he does, he does for sure, you can't say he does not embody, uh, the Green Lantern ideal of willpower, because, like, my god, you, you try telling Guy Gardner not to do something. <laughs> You just try. Um, he, uh, <laughs> um, a couple other faves, uh, 
from a couple other favorite excerpts that I do want to share before we uh before we wrap up. Um Jeff Johns, while he was writing him in like the the Green Lantern Rebirth, the series that was titled Green Lantern Re- Rebirth, where Hal Jordan came back, not the Green Lantern that exists under the banner of DC Rebirth. I know that's confusing. I hate it too. Um, you think they could have thought of this before they did their rebrand. But, you know, comics be like this. It's not it's not Secret War, Secret Wars, so I guess we make do with what we have. Um, but, uh, somebody asked Jeff Johns in an interview, because, like, part of what was going on is that uh, after Infinite Crisis, like, Superboy Prime was imprisoned in this Sun Eater, and the Green Lanterns had, like, a rotating, like, guard duty on him. And apparently somebody asked Jeff Johns if it was gonna be like, oh, Guy Gardner is supposed to be guarding Superboy Prime, and he messes up, and Superboy Prime escapes. And, uh, Jeff Johns was like, no, Guy's a better character than that. Uh, in the old Giffen stuff, he would probably break some rules, taunt the other heroes, and drink a beer or two, but he would not be that much of an idiot. He was never that much of an idiot, and certainly not with what I'm doing with him. Um, he has his moments, and he's a really fun character, but he's definitely not going to be a moron. His role is not DCU moron. His role is DCU shit kicker. Um, thanks, Jeff. Which is- thanks, Jeff. It's very funny. My question for Jeff is, like, who is the DCU moron? (laughs) Jeff? Is there one? It, you phrase that in a way that makes it sound like there is one somewhere. Jeff, who is um, this famed DCU moron? Please, let us know. Um, yes. Also, my two other favorite things from the DC Wikia page on him um, is uh, his sheer willpower and his... Com- this is like the intro paragraph. His sheer willpower and his complete refusal to back down from any fight have made him one of the greatest warriors in the universe. This has also given him a notorious reputation in the superhero community as an obnoxious butthead. Yep. Who is calling him a butthead? That is a good question. Uh... It's... (laughs) Ted Kord is like, well, you know, he can just, he can be kind of a butthead. Booster shows up Booster's out of like, panic. Booster's like, nice! Booster shows up out of panic. Got him! Ass. <laughs> um, also under his, like, uh, abilities and weaknesses includes his, uh, indomitable will, uh, and, you know, the, the Green Lantern ring. Um, under weaknesses, it has a former power instability with his warrior powers. Um, and also, single bullet point, irrational hatred, parentheses, formerly. I'm so glad he got over his irrational hatred. It doesn't even say of what, just in general. Yeah. Just a generally irrational hatred. Mm-hmm. Um, excellent. Excellent, excellent. Um, anyways, a uh, guy can be terrible. Uh, but can also be, uh, fun when he's handled properly. Um, and I do, I think, 
I think the reason I have, like, more fondness for him than I would with other characters of this type is, like, one, I just associate him with, like, getting punched in the face by Batman and everyone bullying him mercilessly. Um, and also I have read some of his stuff with Kyle and I am fond of Kyle and I'm like, oh, that's fucking cute. Damn it. <laughs> hell, uh, hell, I wasn't even, like, I, I gotta go to AO3. Damn it. <laughs> let's, let's end the episode. Episode over. Uh, okay, I um, only have one thing that I want to say because I've been thinking it please, for, like, yes. the last half hour. Yes. What if... Instead of Guy Gardner, it was Guy Fieri. Hey! What if it was just Guy Fieri? That's a- that's- now there's an idea. What if Guy Fieri got the flavor ring? Ooh. <laughs> the ring of the flavor lanterns. Okay, we can end the episode. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. I just needed to say it out um, loud. It's no, that's a good Every time you said guy my brain was like Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri. Um anyways, um I don't have comics to talk about still. I did actually go to the comic book store this weekend. How was it? But I didn't realize that their well, their hours had changed oh, no. since they opened back up and I didn't realize it and I was there before they opened and I was like well I can't hang around here because I need to get back home so I can play D&D so mm. did not do that but maybe this coming weekend I will remember what time they open and I will be able to get comics I believe in you um thank you um that Humble Bundle we mentioned last week is still going. That's just a reminder. It's very cool. You should check it out. It's only there for one more week. One more week. Um, and uh, you should buy some of those comics. And my dogs are yelling, so I'm going to finish it up. Uh, thank you for being here with Capes and Japes. If you want to see us online... You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook and Instagram. You can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, you can join our Discord server and talk about uh, the Magnus Archives or your pets or your D&D character concepts or maybe even comic books if you were so inclined. Um, we talk about many things. <laughs> Many things. It's a great place. Um, we have a Patreon if you uh, want to support us there. Um, we also, if you can't do that, uh, but you still want to help us out, leaving a rating and a review is a very good way to do that. Um, also telling a friend if you think they'd be interested in the show, if you have a friend who wants to know any more about Green Lantern history or anything else we've talked about. Um, and just, you know, coming back and, uh, and listening. We sure do appreciate it. Um, we would like to thank you for joining us today on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, punch me in the face, sexy Batman. <laughs> punch me right in the face, sexy Batman. Do not hex the moon. Do not. Uh.